literally write down the timestamps of when that dog barks. Oh gosh, she's been the worst. Because like I can't handle it. She's been so bad today. She ate a dead mouse at the she didn't eat it. She just picked it up with her mouth and tried to run from me. That's disgusting. She chased birds. She wouldn't listen to anything I fucking said today. She's I wish you could see her face right now. She's like I mm, the moments that I love not having a pet. No, I I, tr- I called my mom and was like, so I understand that dogs eat animals like in the wildlife, but she just, she for not even five seconds had a dead animal in her mouth. And I was like, I can't think about kissing her. How am I ever supposed to kiss her again? What do I do now? And I, I gave her a bunch of water. I immediately came home and brushed her teeth. I took like a wet wipe and cleaned her. Like I did the whole thing immediately because I could not handle it. I gave her another Ugh. greenie. I did everything. <laughs> Dude, I swear, like, that makes me think about having kids. I was talking about it the other day. I was like, your kid just, like, shits itself all the time. Mm -hmm. And then, like, it's not like a poop. It's like, oh, and you know, explodes. And then they'll, like, spread it on the walls. Oh, God. And, like, you have to just clean it. And you know what? I feel like I'm better with, sorry, this is graphic. I'm going to stop. What do you mean? What's the first poop called? Well, do you not know, like, the baby's first couple times they poop, it's, like, disgusting black tar, like, getting all the stuff out from growing. It's, like, not a, it's, like, yeah, not real Yeah, because they were poop. just in your. It's, like, called something. Uterus for nine months. Ooh. We don't need to talk about poop. <laughs> I will say, though, I will say, though, and this I will say about poop. If you don't own a squatty potty. Yeah. I love your squatty potties. I need to get one. You notice, team, how she yeah. just said potties. Plural. Oh, multiple. Both bathrooms. There's a multiple. Both bathrooms have one. The They're always out bathrooms. unless you're a boy that comes over. And I put them away. And you know what? I feel like I'm not going to put them away anymore. I don't know like, why you put them away. Everyone has them. Have a healthy poop. Yeah, exactly. You're helping. You're helping your guests out, quite frankly. It's even comfortable when you're peeing as a, as a lady. Yeah, well, I'm a shrimp boat, so my my it's always like my toes touch the ground, but I feel like my full feet never do. So it's much more comfortable. There you go. There you go. Use code Jappy. Imagine. <laughs> <gasps> what if we made TMV branded squatty potties as our first merch? Honestly, on brand. I, on brand. It's so sad that my brain never goes to anything exciting. I'm like, this is going to be so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These costs, whatever. It's fine. Welcome back to the self funded TMV that you love so much. If only you could see what my office looked like right now. So that Anarchy we can be producing this. I'm having my first coffee of the day and it's 2.18. I have a stress ball on the other hand. That's and rough. I've had two doing... coffees today already, so Godspeed. The day just got away from me. Mm. I really felt like a chic, you know, soccer mom today. I went to Pilates. And then you I did came have home. a very LA kind of day. Mm-hmm. I got a uh-huh. smoothie at Sun Life. And then I came home, showered ran to get my nails done and then got home at one ate lunch and now i'm having my coffee and now we're sitting here but look how cute the nails glorious. are now we can I, show people do you know how blurry YouTube. this is for me i can't see it at all well the peoples can see they look cute from the blur that i can see i know um they're really cute and if you're listening and want to see what my nails look like go to our youtube because we're on there now we're on youtube now we also have started putting on makeup to kind of come across as socially presentable started i should say i started you 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 take care of your appearance i feel like i do not in this podcast you can lump me into that one (laughs) 
Love me right in there, girl. Both of us are trying to like be a little bit cuter today. And then five minutes ago, I sprayed lemon juice in my eyes. So all around, just a just a gorgeous Tuesday. Meadow, you sound like a robot to me right now because your Wi-Fi is so bad or my Wi-Fi is so bad, one of the two. So it like, says full bars. Fucking hell. Mine too. It's fine. But yes, we're trying to look. Um, it's just I watched our first episode of season two and I was just horrified. Same. Truly. I my for, hair was well, so because greasy. We're I just, not used to be it. We forget that we're videoing them now because we are always looking at each other. So it always feels like we're video chatting, but we forget that it's now videos in the ether. Yeah, I, I, there is a full I have it on my phone. I made K the person that edits all our stuff take it out. But there is like a full 30 seconds. Of last episode where <laughs> I don't know talking. why you had them take it. And out. I was, was like so this. <laughs> Just stare. I wish you would have left it in. I when I first saw that I cried like <laughs> on my, my knees crying laughing. I heard it and I showed Aaron and he was like, it's not that funny. And I was like, it's actually the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I thought it was hilarious. I just feel like, because he, he's not us, he's not recording with us. He's like, yeah, you're spacing out, whatever. I just, oh, so fucking funny. You literally, I wish Maybe I'll post it. Have just like a, when Gabby talks. Yeah. You looking like a zombie. I'll post it on Patreon. God, we have a Patreon too. And we're posting some fun stuff on there. So head on over. Head on over. There's Our, tiers those tiers are out. decked out, by the way. I've been looking at other people's Patreons and I was like, I, I think I went too hard. Like- I'm we're offering so much extra content dude it's really good but that's it's just like lot. the way that you and I are yeah that's true so that's it like kind of it kind of checks out um oh my god what a beautiful transition because it's 222 right now oh so we I'm were thinking it. about what we wanted to talk about today and Meadow and I were not normally the way that we do this if anybody is curious whatsoever I'm sure none of you are but in the in the off chance that you are normally when we film solo episodes we will keep a list on our phones of like things that we're unpacking and then just kind of lump together a bunch of them and be like oh let's just chat about xyz mm -hmm. yesterday i text meadow i'm like i have no idea what i want to talk about meanwhile i was like told you that i couldn't record yesterday because i was having a full mental breakdown and was like i don't want to unpack from a wound so we're gonna have to figure something out <laughs> So she had this great idea and she was like, let's talk about manifestation because, well, for so many reasons. One, I feel like I've been talking to you. I mean, you and I talk about manifestation. Whoa. Was that a quick Words? sentence that just came out of my mouth? The coffee's hitting. I <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to watch it in real time. We become unhinged. You and I talk about manifestation all the time. We do it in our own lives. We chat about it. All we do is DM each other videos yep. on TikTok about Constantly. it constantly and the other day i literally sent you a real life text out of nowhere like i wish you guys could just see my text with meadow because sometimes they're so random we were not talking and i texted you when you manifest are you supposed to feel oh, yeah, the emotion that you want to feel or like visualize it or like both and i'm pretty sure it's verbatim what i said to you out of nowhere yeah, yeah. and then i answer immediately with thoughtful feedback you always answer with thoughtful thank feedback you. thank you Notice how I didn't say immediately because sometimes Meadow will literally go. Oh, I do. I never text hours. back immediately. Immediately to me means 24 hours. <laughs> I feel like I have to have a work phone for you so that if I ping you from my work phone, it means answer me. But this, you, the second I can afford two phones, I'm going to be two phone baby came in a heartbeat. Are you kidding? Like without a doubt. Because like I doubt. just. Well, I just need I'm an like, assistant. I actually need an answer and she yeah. doesn't answer. I just, you know, what's funny. I need a, a carbon copy of you. 
<gasps> as my assistant. Like a mini, if anyone's a mini Gabby out there and wants to work pro bono, <laughs> I'll pay you eventually. But um, we should get walkie talkies. <gasps> <laughs> oh my god! Or just cups with strings <laughs> to San Diego. Come on, we're we're witchy it. enough; they would work. Anyway, so we decided to talk about manifestation today, and the true reason is because one, we love it. Two, it's fucking everywhere. And we've been talking about, obviously we talk about and reference TikTok all the time, but I think you and I both each have like two niche TikTok for you page algorithms where like yours feeds you dating ones and mine feeds me manifestation ones. And you and I will just be like, this is so fucking wrong. Like sometimes they're so funny yeah. and other times we're like, I am watching this imbue the culture and be completely like misinformation, wrong, not nuanced, yeah, 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 one-sided, yeah. whatever. And so we were like, you know what, manifestation, people are talking about it a lot. I may be working on a secret project about it that's going to come out soon. So to stay tuned for that. But needless to say, I feel like I'm a fucking genius at it. And I have felt that way since I was 17. And so we're going to unpack it. What it really we're gonna is. We're going to unpack it. And like, I feel like Okay, Meadow is a fucking genius at it, and she's been taking so many courses and, like, learning so much about it, and I feel like I fell into the category of, well, here's the thing, personal anecdote, right? I feel like growing up, I definitely, like, heard about this. I was a big vision board gal. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, like, let's go there. Yeah. I was a big vision yeah. board. I always had that like giant cork board in my room with like a bunch of pictures of like the Olsen twins and like girl smoking cigarettes. And I was I'd like, I'm going to work in fashion and like I'm going to work yeah. at Vogue. And like that's what my wall looked like. Uh-huh. Well, that's like, do you remember that? Do you remember when that was a thing? Because I had the magazine wall where you would just tear out pages and your entire yeah. wall would be. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Everyone already. You know which ad I had like ripped out? Because do you remember when, oh, when no. it went like viral on like Tumblr? The no, 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 it's not a no, no, it's a great one. Oh, okay. Oh, it okay. was when Joan Didion did the Celine campaign with the sunglasses. Do you remember? Uh-uh. You'll know the photo if I send it I'll to you. I'll look it up. Anyway, I had that like pasted on my of wall. You did. Um, but I was a big vision boarder and didn't really know that that was called manifestation at the time. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. mom really got me into that. And I feel mm-hmm. like you do it in school. You know what I mean? Like they like have you do that and like camp and shit, right? Yeah, I guess. Or is that I don't like remember if I did that private in camp. school thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it might have been a stupid private school thing. I can't really remember that in my sh- shitty, dumb public education. I know. I my like public talk- education was lit in San Diego, actually. That's the thing. Florida public education is trash. Yeah, San Diego's is honestly lit. Um, anywho, so I used to vision board, vision board, and that was, I guess, manifestation without or like the the planting the seed of the idea of not manifestation because we don't want to confuse what it actually is, but it was planting the seed of like what it is to try and get to your goals by seeing them in front of you every day. Mm. Mm -hmm. I think that, and I've always really believed in it and I always kind of felt crazy because like I always believed in it and the people around me kind of were like, you're a weirdo. And it really Mm -hmm. wasn't until like, it's become more mainstream to like talk about manifestation slash like I had friends now that like talk about it that I'm like fine openly talking about it. And obviously now it's like such a cultural thing, but I think there's a really big misconception that I want you to elaborate on, on like what it actually is, because I feel like speaking from personal experience, I had someone in my life who literally thought that manifestation was putting something on a vision board. And if you don't read it every single day, it's not going to happen. 
and became so literal with it. And it was so infuriating to watch. It was infuriating <laughs> to be around. <laughs> Sorry. It's not me, by the way. Did my face just give away who it was? We're not talking about me. No. Oh my God. No, it was not you. No, no, no. It was not no. me, but they were. It was a, someone from your past. Yeah. And it was really infuriating because it almost like belittles what you're doing, but it's also like, are you No, that it's not real. It was spiritual bypassing and fear mongering. None of it was fucking real. And it was like detaching. Like, are you, are you that detached from reality that like you think that like staring at a dollar amount is like, it's just going to, you're going to go to sleep and it's going to fucking wake up in your account. So that's what people think. People think manifestation is so fucking woo woo. And so this, and so that, and I'm like, manifestation is non-denominational. It's not religious. It's not spiritual. I think there's a spiritual aspect that comes to it and I'll get into it later, but the actual act of it is literally psychology meets neuroplasticity and epigenetics. Like it's actually explain what epigenetics are because I don't even know what that is. Okay. Uh, so psychology is personal development and mental health neuroplasticity is the idea that our brain can form new neural pathways. So it's as simple as if you, when I go to the dog park with Mahal, if I take the lap to the left around every single time, and then one day all of a sudden I go to the right, or if I take a new route Mm -hmm. home on my way home from work, you're, Mm -hmm. you're forming new neural pathways in your brain and it's called neuroplasticity. So it's just trying new things, forming new neural pathways. It's the way all of us could get fucked up in college and still have a brain in our thirties. It's also the way that actually use our brains. mm -hmm. It's the way you form new behaviors. Exactly. And then epigenetics is the idea. It's like the same idea of how we can pass down generational trauma. So it's the idea that things that happen in your environment can affect your DNA and that can be passed down. Or you can also reverse that with you know, working on yourself and with this neuroplasticity, you can like reverse and be the break in the generational trauma cycle. Mm-hmm. So epigenetics is going through something in your environment that th- then affects your DNA. So the th- those three concepts combined is actually what manifestation is. Because manifest, so I, similar to you, the first time I ever heard about it was actually my therapist. And when I was 17, going through all my shit, this fucking M is literally because it was like a manifestation tattoo. It was a whole thing because she introduced me to the secret. And the law of attraction, which is what I feel like if you were old enough in 2007, when the secret came out, that mm-hmm. was like the biggest fucking spiritual, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And it's very much like your old friend's idea of manifestation, which has just completely fucking harmed the community to this day. But so the law of attraction and the whole secret that people thought they were getting into when they got into manifestation was the idea of what you put out into the world is what comes back to you. And to a certain extent, we believe right. that. We, because we believe in energies and the, at least what I believe with that is that we, when I feel like we all vibrate on certain frequencies. Totally. And your vibrate, what you put out is what you're getting back, right? right. Like if you're vibrating on this frequency, you're realistically going to be met with people who are on that same frequency. Right. You're going to attract karma. the same. Mm-hmm. Right. I do too. I do too. However, when people are doing the the vision boards and people are doing the staring at the the eleven million dollars and when people are doing all that thing and doing no fucking you're laughing because of how specifically I remember that exact number. Yeah, I told you it bothered me. Do you see the look in my eyes? I remember everything the about those way conversations. That probably just went all over my white yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Tell me how you really feel. Keep going. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh, uh-huh. Really, we've been holding it in for a while just out of niceties. <laughs> anyway, the the truth behind all of it, it's this, it's literally the exact same shit that you talk about when you talk about self-awareness with no action. If you're gonna mm-hmm. just look at something every day and willfully ignorantly try to call something into your life without doing any internal work on yourself, you're never gonna get there, baby. Because mm-hmm. here's here's the deal. Manifestation in my head is the process of like chasing your dreams. It's knowing what your goals are. Mm-hmm. It's knowing how to take those opportunities when they come to you. It's having a high enough self-worth. Self-worth is like a huge component here and we'll get into it. It's having a high enough self-worth to like hold boundaries when something that's not completely aligned comes up or truly believe in yourself to not be self-sabotage or blah, blah, blah. And when self-worth comes in, there's a lot of like inner child work or shadow work or all these other places where you have to kind of look at. And then you're just kind of like going through that ring and roll of like understanding what you want in life, being willing to take opportunities, not being attached to the outcome and being willing to understand that the Fuck universe yes, may present you something October. better and then working on yourself to help get you there. So I guess we should probably say too, because we talked a lot of shit on TikTok, the resources that we do like that I'm drawing almost all of my information from is kind of a lot of spiritual teachers like Deepak Chopra, Eckhart Tolle, mm-hmm. Ram Dass. Mm-hmm. But the main person that I've like really appreciated their dive into the psychology behind manifestation is Lacey Phillips and the To Be Magnetic program. I think she is like categorically changed how we talk about manifestation and psychology's role. Like she gets actual psychologists and researchers on her team to explain these steps and what's happening. And then she gets a little woo woo with it and feels like she's intuitive and energetic and kind of Anna Maria about it. But you don't fucking have to be. You don't have to be. They're separate ball games. This is our official plea to get Lacey Phillips on the podcast. Oh, I would die. She's my dream episode, please, if anyone's listening. Okay, now the reason why I think spirituality comes into play is because if you remember Maslow's hierarchy of needs, Mm -hmm. the triangle, safety and security is on the bottom, like food, safety, Mm -hmm. shelter, and then you work your way up. Mm -hmm. I think as you manifest things, and a lot of them can be material, especially if you're broke and you want to just survive in this world and not be in a fight or flight mode all the time. Like I think a lot of material stuff comes through. The second you get them, you realize that's not what the fuck the world is about and it didn't solve any of your problems. And then you immediately up level to that next hierarchy. So Mm -hmm. I think people end up having like a spiritual awakening or like spiritual realizations as they're moving up and up on the manifestation. Because as you get what you want on those bottom tiers, you realize that's not at all what life is about and you just move your way up. So I think it's an easy, I think that's why it gets conflated so much of the time but i think the actual act of manifestation we really got to separate from the spiritual community at to some extent because it's kind of it's kind of turning people off that's what i was about to say i feel like it dis people dismiss it so much and i wanted you to talk about this because you just gave us so much good information and there was like a whole lot in there and i want to break down some of it and by the way when she mentioned the um releasing your attachment to the outcome I want to circle back to that and I want to talk about the whole concept of like, because I feel like I cracked the code with that one recently, but where I learned that is Deepak Chopra's seven seven spiritual laws to success or of success. It is literally an 100 page, if that, handbook. And it, the first time I read it, I did it when I took mushrooms and it was the best experience of my entire life. (gasps) In in Palm Springs? Yeah, I was in Joshua Tree and it was- Joshua Tree. A moment. Um, but I reference it a lot and the chapter that I come back to often 
is that one because I think that is the fucking key to life. So I want to unpack that later. But you said something that I want to talk about when we're talking about skeptics, since you're saying that detaching it from the spiritual community will probably make the concept more inviting because Mm -hmm. there's science behind it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm what also would you like, say? I want to get into that science so badly. I think that's where my career is going to go in the end. Just, just throwing that out there, by the way. I think it will too. I think yeah. it will too. Oh, two things I just thought of. I'm like here taking notes in my brain. That coffee's right. kicking in, baby. Here she I goes. Know you guys I'm are watching it, it in okay. real time. Okay. First question I have for you is what do you, what would you say to skeptics who, because I have friends like this. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who like every time I talk about like anything mm-hmm. that is remotely anything takes a giant shit on my head and I love her to death and she knows mm-hmm. who she is if she's listening. She's definitely not, but she's definitely not. <laughs> she's definitely not. She has more important things to do, but like, what would you say to skeptics who are like, well, if you're putting in the work, then like, that's not manifestation. Like that's all the universe doing shit. Like that's literally just you. Okay. I have, I have a really good example. Mm-hmm. Uh, this example I am stealing from Michael Singer's The Untethered Soul, which I have on this podcast claimed to be one of my favorite books for anxious people, people that like suffer from ex- feelings of anxiety or anxiety disorders. Also release mint from the out- outcome. But it was the idea mm-hmm. that like you could have a boyfriend in high school, break up with them, and then years later be in the car with your family driving to the beach. And all of a sudden you see their car And like you, and it's not their car, you know what I mean? But it's like Mm -hmm. the car that they had Mm -hmm. in high school and all of a sudden you think it's them and it can like change your whole day. And then you see them looking like they're hugging someone and it looks like the person they cheated on you with and like it spirals you out. So the whole idea of like when you date someone and you start seeing their cars everywhere, you think it's them and blah, blah, blah. I believe that you co-create with the universe. So I believe that like the universe will continue to present you with opportunities over and over again for the lesson that you're currently trying to learn until you fucking learn it. So Mm -hmm. I think that's why people like understanding our patterns of behavior and how people fall into the same cycles and same patterns. It's like, okay, you're trying to learn something and move through and break this cycle. Mm -hmm. The world is going to throw that same cycle at you over and over and over until you break it. And until mm-hmm. you prove it, because they're trying to help you learn the lessons. Mm-hmm. I, tr- I truly believe that the universe is trying to help us learn lessons and trying to help us be our best self. And that's why I believe that our life mission statements are just to show up as your authentic self. It's not, it's not what you do. It's not who you are. It's not what you accomplish. It's just to be yourself every day. And I think mm-hmm. the universe always wants to present opportunities to help you be yourself. But yeah, every 100%. person has some shit they've been through and every person's trying to like look at their patterns and understand what's going on and move through them and learn them. And that's why if you ever feel stuck or like the same shit, like if you have some weird thing, <laughs> maybe I'm projecting the first idea that comes to my mind is boundaries. Mm. You have some weird things with boundaries and then you start noticing that people are treating you the same way at your job, in your relationship, in your family, in your friend group, and you're noticing the same pattern over and over again. It's because you're not learning that lesson on boundaries to implement it so it's going to present to you in every aspect of life until you learn the lesson am I beating a dead horse have I said that too many times or does it make sense no it makes complete sense I think people a lot of people don't understand or don't know the word co-create and that when you explained that concept to me a while ago that is when and I think the conversation first happened when the whole you know person in my life with the vision board <laughs> happened <goes>. and yeah <laughs> You're also frozen for me, which is so frustrating because I can't uh, actually see your in the real time reactions. But I'll circle back. 
that's when we okay you're back now that's when we were when you explained to me the concept of co-creating and I think it brought so much peace into Mm. my life because that is did we talk about the science of it or did you want to get into that a little bit more well finish your thought and then we can okay thanks but it was that was when it that clicked for me so much with the concept of releasing your attachment to the outcome and if that because that is not a phrase that I was familiar with either before I read it so to explain it it's basically saying like you are allowed to have dreams right you're allowed let's say I want this okay Mm -hmm. I want this and I'm right now at point a and I'm trying to figure out how to get to point b I know I want to get to point b I think it's like I don't know what law it is in the book but detaching from the outcome essentially means you are releasing how you get from point a to point b and mm-hmm. you're like kind of allowing the universe to do it. You're like, I know and I want to get to point B. what point B looks like. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you want this, mm-hmm. but you're sort of releasing your attachment to the outcome of like how you get there, what the mm-hmm. outcome exactly is going to look like, because realistically, that's never going to be the way that it turns out. And if you're mm-hmm. so obsessively, at least in my experience, if you're as an obsessive person who likes to spiral if you are so obsessing over one concept and one exact outcome, you're cutting yourself off from the opportunities that the universe is trying to present you with. That could possibly be far better for you. I also think what you said is so important of like understanding that, okay, I want this point. I want point B, but then doing the deeper work. That's where Mm -hmm. like kind of more of the mental health side of things come in is being like, okay, so say I want like, I want $11 million a year. Let's just use that old friends example okay, what's the root of why I want that? Do I actually want the number 11? Mm -hmm. Or do I do I just think that that's the number that allows me the freedom to live in a life I want and then play around in my day to day schedule and be flexible Mm -hmm. enough that I can like build better things that I think are going to help the world like finding like going deeper beyond I want just these random material things and understanding who you are, like in Lacey Phillips, they call it your authentic code. So like truly understanding who you are, what your molar values are, and mm-hmm. how what you're going for is supporting truly what you want at the end of the day on a deeper level mm-hmm. allows you one to get there quicker because you're showing yourself how important it is to you. Mm-hmm. And then two, that it also, it helps you release attachment from the outcome because you're like, okay, I know the goal of me wanting this money is just because I want the freedom. So how I get that money, how it comes about, whatever number it is, like all of that may be different and that may, may be fine because at the end of the day, it's the freedom that I'm after. Right. And releasing that sense of control, because by the way, you can do this with people, you know, like yes. we all know that I'm the single one here. So I talk a lot about relationships and like, this can be done with people. Yes. And like, I think that's often when, I, I mean, I spiral about a lot of things, but like, it's really easy to spiral about people and you can't control them. You can't control it. Mm-hmm. and. just releasing that and knowing Mm -hmm. that you can only control what's in your control Mm -hmm. has released so much anxiety from my life Mm -hmm. that like I just hope that people that are practicing manifestation it actually helps you do it correctly because then it helps you actually release that anxiety instead of building more because you're like not co-creating and you're not getting what you want my favorite Ram Das quote of all time is you can do it like it's a great weight on you or you can do it like it's part of the dance. Mm. And to me, that's the same thing as that's saying so choosing pretty. the or. Isn't that beautiful? Mm-hmm. But the whole point is like, okay, you're going to get to point B, but right now you're here. 
Mm-hmm. So while you're getting there, you can choose to do it like it's the fucking weight of the world, or you could just fucking dance, do it like it's part of the dance and jive with it mm-hmm. and get there when you get there. Fuck yeah, I love that. Okay, okay. let's get into the neuroplasticity bit. Yes, please. So the idea of the neuroplasticity. Okay, so let's, okay, so we've identified what we want. We've really looked at it and journaled about it and thought about our authentic code and understood like what the root is of why we want that thing. We've released the attachment to the outcome mm-hmm. Now we're also simultaneously addressing like if our self-worth isn't there, like, do I have some inner child memory that left me feeling a certain type of way? So now I can't go after this one thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're doing that mm-hmm. kind of therapy work to work through certain blocks you have to feel like you're worthy enough of having what you want. Then the neuroplasticity piece is really important because you're, you want to show your brain that the thing that you want is possible for yourself. So the way you can do that is by finding examples. So that's why I think it's really fun when people talk about manifestation or fun to talk about what they wanted or the certain influencers that you and I are drawn to. We have a group chat of five of our best girlfriends and there's five influencers that we all really like that we literally look at when they go on vacation together and are like, that's about to be us. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason why it will be is because we each see part of ourselves in them and in their stories. And what they have now is what we're working towards. And when we can see part of ourselves in someone else and see how they got the thing we want, it proves to our brain and forms new neural pathways through neuroplasticity that that is possible for us too. It's the idea. Oh my God. You know what it is? It's when no one could break the four minute mile or five minute mile or whatever it was. And then Mm -hmm. the day someone did it within six months, like 40 other people did it or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Obviously I exaggerate. No one quote me on the exact numbers, but that same concept is literally concept. That's the exact concept. That's God. And that's exactly the first place that my brain went to. It went to two things. Number one, and I don't want to get too tangential, but number one is it immediately went to like, this is why it's so fucking important to do the work on yourself. Because if you don't actually believe that you deserve anything, Mm -hmm. fuck Mm -hmm. manifestation. Oh, no. Oh, that's why I fucking hate affirmations. You're going to sit there and look in the mirror and just tell yourself you're worth it over and over again, but then like never go to therapy and unpack the like who said what to you to figure out why you had that kind of core belief about yourself and then break through that. Like it's not going to happen, babe. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Keep going. We love bridge statements. We love bridge statements. Do you want to re-explain in case someone hasn't listened to a past episode? Yeah, a bridge statement is essentially, again, don't quote me. I learned this from a psychologist. That Gabby's old therapist taught her. Mm -hmm. No, it wasn't even my old therapist. It was someone I interviewed for a story. It It was a therapist I interviewed for a story that I was writing. Um, No, and it's basically introducing the concept of a possibility. Mm -hmm. So instead of looking in the mirror, let's say I look in the mirror every day and I think I'm like the ugliest thing on planet Earth. I'm not going to look in the mirror one day and be like, I'm beautiful and be like, mm, and correct. feel it from the inside out and feel it right. from the inside out. Like I'm going to be like, you're fucking lying. Yeah. You idiot. Right. Bridge statements. You introduce the possibility. So you look at yourself in the mirror. You say, it's possible that I'm not the ugliest person on the planet. It's possible. And you like meet yourself. You might, you meet yourself halfway, right? Meet yourself where you're at. Mm-hmm. Meet yourself where you're at. And then that sort of helps you work up mm-hmm. to it because like, it's kind of like motivational interviewing yourself. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, that's why it's like, yeah, fake it till you make it to like some kind, some mm-hmm. way. But mm-hmm. at the same time, mm-hmm. it's like, if you're not but doing, doing the, the actual... deeper work behind it at the same time. Exactly. So yeah. that was like tangent number one, tangent number two, which is a quicker tangent, but it's just immediately where my brain went when you said that is like seeing is believing is 
you cannot be what you cannot see. And this is what breaks my heart about the lack of resources in this country in particular, because you have kids that are growing up in neighborhoods that like, they don't know that you could work in marketing because they don't know what marketing Mm -hmm. is. They don't know that Mm -hmm. you could work in whatever. It's like, they might see these three things as jobs because that's what they see around them. That's what Mm -hmm. they grew up with, but they don't see anything else. So how the fuck are they supposed to know that it exists because they don't have access to resources and education. Aaron just went back to Alabama because he had a family member pass away. And Mm -hmm. we've been talking about it a lot because just every time you go, you realize how much of an information and resource desert his specific town is Mm -hmm. like, there is nothing, nothing there to the point that like, yeah, there's, there's no fucking way people are like getting access to this information because there's nothing around them in their day-to-day lives to like offer them the possibility that something else out there exists, Mm -hmm. which is why I always think like, okay, here we are getting tangential again, but this is why like cancel culture and like the difference between maliciousness and ignorance and like ignorance of someone that's like purposefully not seeking information versus ignorance of someone that just like has never been taught and like doesn't Mm -hmm. know. Like there's just so much much nuance nuance to all of this. There's so much fucking nuance. Nuance in the gray, like not being gray is your and I's fucking favorite thing on the planet. <sighs> yeah, right. And also we all know that with cancel culture, the people that are screaming at the loudest are the ones that are truly that yeah. way themselves and are so insecure about it that like, exactly. anyway, circling back okay. to what we're actually talking about. So in our, in our timeline, we've understood who we are and what we want. Mm-hmm. We're learning our patterns of behavior and addressing like underlying issues that we're going through. Maybe we're doing it with a therapist. Maybe we're doing it by listening to TMV and journaling a lot, you know, whatever way we're trying to do our own personal development, addressing those like limiting beliefs, shadow self, inner child, self-worth, all that jazz. We're also expanding our subconscious and our brain to believe that things are possible for us. Another really fun way, the way that Lacey Phillips does it that I think is really cool is because a lot of it is that like neuro baseline brain health subconscious kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. She uses EMDR as a modality to do that. So they have uh, eye movement, EMD, eye movement, depersonalization, something, something, something. It's EMDR is a therapy modality that reprograms typically traumatic events to a different part of your brain. So it's not so you have the full memory of it and the full understanding of it, but it's not so triggering anymore to where you can like look at it and dress it and move on. So Mm -hmm. my brother and my mom have both done EMDR. My brother did it for addiction and it did not work at all. My mom did it for trauma. Like after my dad died, my mom had this thing where my mom and dad used to always love holding hands. Have I talked about this on the pod? I feel like I did. I don't think so. Maybe not. My mom and dad loved to hold hands. And then my dad died. And my mom was so mad because she was supposed to grow old with someone and she didn't get to because he died earlier than expected. And so anytime she would see an old couple holding hands, it mm-hmm. would like infuriate her. She was like, I literally want to like hit them with my car. Like it was like a, it was mm-hmm. like an irrational anger. And she went to do EMDR for that and went to one session was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever done. And on the drive home, saw someone holding hands. and was like, oh, someone's holding hands and kept driving. And then by the next light was like, whoa, what the fuck? So, you know, mm-hmm. you can go for a myriad of different things. But what's cool about Lacey Phillips is that they have a program where 
she'll explain to you step by step a lot of these processes, you journal about them, think about them, and then they lead you through a guided meditation where rather than doing the eye movement, it's mm-hmm. tones, tones going back and forth cool. between each ears. So the reason why they do a light that moves your eyes is because it's the same idea as like REM when your eyes are going mm-hmm. back and forth in your sleep. So you can move your eyes to a certain pattern while someone is prompting you about certain things about your traumatic past to help you kind of like reprogram. So like I've done one where you literally reparent yourself. It's like self-hypnosis, which yeah. hypnosis, once again, is not like a magician or whatever fucking hypnotizing you and making you do weird <laughs> shit like senior year when Sarah Shakui got hypnotized. Dude, we should do it's, an entire fucking episode just like debunking random bullshit that people Honestly, say. like so hypnosis is literally that state of like, you know, when you're kind of like zoning out or in a flow state or about to fall asleep, it's just that state of your brain that is more malleable. So you can like mm-hmm. help yourself work through old things. So like it was having me think about something in your inner child and then who did you need to show up there to make you feel better and like reimagining the scenario playing out in a different way and doing the tones at the same time to kind of reprogram that in your brain. So we're expanding our subconscious. We're doing it through different modalities. Then you got to fucking practice because like I said, you can do all this work, but then the universe is going to throw you shit over and over and over till you learn. And the universe is fucking smart because you'll figure out one piece about it So then it'll like give you the next step up the stair, but it's not quite where you want to be, but it is the next step. And you got to figure out like, am I testing a boundary? Is this not exactly what I want? Or is this a bridge, like a bridge statement to get to what I want? So you got to practice, practice, practice. And that's kind of the fucking formula until you hit it. Um, can I just say you're a fucking genius. Like I've been, oh, thank God. I've been I've listening to you. I'm talking was like, does any of this make sense? No, 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 no. <laughs> I have been listening to you <sighs> and like, God, Meadow is just so fucking smart. Thanks. And I, I, you just, ugh, you, you explain things in such a clear and concise way, which is so extremely helpful. And I'm, I learned so much from you and it's so cool to like see how excited you get to talk about things and like how yeah, I love this shit. You're, no, but you're just like a wealth of knowledge. Do you know what? Cause I fucking love learning. I love stuff. I was, I was such a fucking student. Like school was my shit. I hated, I hated homework. I hated teachers. Mm-hmm. I didn't show up, but like learning about things and doing things and having homework and research. Right. I fucking love that shit. Tell me your mom's you. a teacher without telling me your mom's a teacher. I know, seriously. I did want to talk about one clarification, though. Because but also, I thank you like... very much. I really enjoyed all of those compliments. Thank you. You're so welcome. Um, there is a girl on YouTube. I cannot remember her name. I think I, we have sent each other her videos before. Mm-hmm. And she does a lot of stuff about manifesting, particularly when it comes to money. And I think it's Edia. Is it, is it like Edia ASMR? Edia? E-D-I-Y-A-S-M-R. No, I don't fucking know. Or whatever. whatever. I will find this person. We'll find and I them. think I'm also just combining a bunch of people in my brain right now, to be really fair. <laughs> um, As we do. Yeah, because like you fall down one YouTube rabbit hole and you're just, you're on a playlist over next for thing us. you know. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. But I want to talk about this because I feel like we glossed over it a little bit and I want okay. to reiterate the importance just because I know how much it's helped me in my personal manifestation journey. And that's the concept of actually sitting in the feeling of what it will feel like once you have what you want. Mm. Because I think that's connected to what you were saying before of truly believing in your core that you deserve what you want Mm -hmm. and what you're asking for. Mm -hmm. Part of that, 
And I feel like that's part, I don't want to, I don't understand, I don't know the science behind it, but I feel like it has to make sense in my brain that if you can recognize a feeling, it's easier to get there. Oh, totally. It's also just the idea of like, okay, who is, who is my like best self? Like if I picture like who I think my authentic and best self is and everything I want for myself in like 30, Mm -hmm. 40 years, and then thinking right now, what decision would she make? And it like kind of helps you connect to that future version of what you want right. to be and call that into place. Exactly. And so I yeah. feel like a lot of times with manifestation, it's really important to, for example, okay, let's say we're, let's say we're talking about love, right? Instead of just being like, I want a boyfriend. The difference is being like, is recognizing the feeling of when you are with a partner. Mm-hmm. Does it feel warm? Does mm-hmm. it feel heart expansive? Yes. Does it, do you feel calm? Do you Mm -hmm. feel a sense of peace and be specific with it? Mm -hmm. Where in your body do you feel it? Literally where in your body do you feel it? What color is it? Like all that For me, it really, I do a lot of this at night when I'm going to sleep. That is the best time to do it because your brain's in that fucking state, dude. Mm -hmm. Or when you're waking up in the morning Mm -hmm. because you're already like, before I get out of bed in the morning, before I literally open my eyes, like my alarm goes off. I guess I've opened my eyes to turn off the alarm. We're getting technical. <laughs> but I sit and I have like one heart, one hand on heart, one hand on my stomach. Mm-hmm. And I like do a breathe in. I do like a quick thank you, angels. Mm-hmm. Like, let's talk to each other today. And then like if there is something that I'm like currently trying to manifest, like I I breathe in that feeling. Hell I do the yeah. Same, I do the same thing when I fucking work Hell out. Yeah. And I this is why I love my Pilates teacher because oh, Laurel, shout out to you at Hot Pilates. I fucking love you. And she she does that. She'll like have you do like a what do you trying to call in today type of moment that's sick I feel like this is a cool practice for people because even if you're not getting immediately to the outcome that you are desiring you are getting to sort of trick your brain into feeling that feeling of like coziness or whatever that feeling is Mm -hmm. that you want to feel in the first place yeah yeah it's It's so true quicker feelings are yeah it's like a it's like a a quick way to kind of it's like a one feel good and Mm -hmm. two it's like a cheat code also, feelings are just such a good hack because I also think feelings are, this is also a tangent, but I just think feelings are kind of the best way to tap into empathy as well. Because even if mm. you can't understand why someone did something, we all have the same range of human emotion. And so like finding a different situation where you felt the same feeling, like I just feel like mm-hmm. feelings are such a good hack to understand ourselves and others and place empathy or like goal set or try to get to that place you want to be like you're saying dude and talk about language too like how we talked about in our in our you know I think it was the the finale for the vicious cycle message from hiatus yeah Mm -hmm. you brought up the concept of language and how limited it is and I remember when I went to Hoffman they handed me a sheet that we all had in our binder and every day we'd like start out talking about like how we were feeling and if anybody said like good, fine, okay, sad, whatever, they literally made you go through this fucking feelings chart and get so I kind of want to get it. I see it. Should I grab no, it? P- no, please okay, get it on, because on, I will on, tell, on. yeah, you hold on. I will tell the audience. She explained this to us a couple episodes ago when we were talking about it. And then I was journaling about something the other day. And I just remember being so in my feels. And then I okay. remember writing down like I am unhappy and then being like, nope, can't say unhappy because Gabby just said, get specific. I was telling the audience while you were gone about how Mm -hmm. you and I, because we had just unpacked that the other day I was journaling and in my head, the first sentence that came was like, I'm just, I just don't feel happy. And then I was like, 
that's not an adjective like use a better adjective mm-hmm. you're a writer Gabby's Hoffman would come for you like think about it what are you actually feeling no, now and I like bitch. worked through it but uh, you that example truly helped me journal the other day look how fucking long this list is let me see let me see let me see damn yeah and the <gasps> bottom let's scan that and upload it to patreon no we fucking should and the bottom okay. by the way says body sensations <gasps> so you can, can you attach... read just a couple ones a couple cool yeah. ones so body sensations or feelings both so like with feelings they have bolded like the main ones so like accepting open joy angry mm. annoyed courageous powerful and then like all mm. of un- like under those they have the ones that you might necessarily um like different iterations yes because yeah. like people just say like oh i'm stressed right but like are you overwhelmed there's a difference between overwhelm and stress yeah are you just exhausted are you edgy like right. those are literally all the words here with doubt and unsettled there's inhibited questioning rejecting reluctant ooh, shocked ooh, skeptical ooh. suspicious <gasps> ungrounded right and like, then as you say them they all feel different they all feel different so like some of the body sensations we have gentle hollow hollow was a big one that i used when i was at hoffman i felt hollow wow. so much wow. um vibrating that's, that's a wobbly like, suffocated mm-hmm. stiff mm-hmm. sparkly like oh i feel sparkly spacious you know oh. anyway we should uh, we'll take a picture of this of the cool. feelings list and we'll upload it to patreon because God. it is so I fucking helpful I'm gonna take a, i know i'm gonna make like i feel like i should make it my background like take a picture in oh that's so cute you should mm-hmm. i love but it. Yeah, just attaching the way that your body physically feels, I feel like is such a good manifestation tool. And also just like, it's a really cool way to get in tune with your actual body. Because I feel like we just forget that like, this is ours, right? Like, like this is just the fucking meat suit that we're walking around in. But yes. like, it's ours. And I feel like we just for- we And it's forget. how we tap into this space. You know what I mean? Like how mm-hmm. we use our, our the, the mind-body connection is so wild and we could do a whole episode about it. It's absolutely nuts. But it, it, it is how, like we are little cute little soul light beings, but this human meat suit is how we interact and connect with everything. It's like how we're picking up information and learning. It's just- yeah. I mean, meat suit's a crazy phrase, but like, I, I think it's so funny. I, I think about it all the time. Every time I look at- uh, meat suit. <laughs> meat suit. I heard me too. And I was like, wait, 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 that's a different meat suit problem. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 Oh, Jesus. Anywho. Okay. Wait, can we do like a quick manifestation for dummies? I feel like this whole episode is a manifestation for dummies, but like, yeah. Talk about like, I'll give the order from top to tail again, kind yeah, of in ahead. a basic, basic way. Do a lot of work to understand what you want for your life. What really matters to you like for like what your goals, morals and values are. And in a way that even me saying that is like, I don't want you to ever look towards someone else for that. I don't want you to compare. I don't want you to think about the life you want to like it literally just who you are as a person, what's important to you, what's meaningful to you, it'll be different for everyone and really do a lot of work on understanding yourself. Then the next piece is like identifying those goals, and then working on yourself to be the best version of yourself, learning your patterns, working through old blocks, limiting beliefs, self-worth stuff, doing all the mental health work. Then it's also reminding our brain through examples that there's possibilities of what we want out there for us. So whether it's through people or stories or books or even movies, like it doesn't even have to be real life, except for it's a lot more helpful. I find it works a lot easier if it's real Mm -hmm. life. Yeah, I agree. Um, But just surrounding yourself with things and stories and people 
that you see a bit of yourself in that's really important because it kind of shows that to your brain a little bit more to expand your mind to believe that it's possible for yourself. And then it's practicing. And then the one, I will say the one last bit that is a little bit woo woo, you do have to fucking trust and surrender. Facts. You really do. And it's, it is, it's like release the attachment to the outcome, Mm -hmm. but the deeper version of that is like really doing that with confidence because you deeply fundamentally believe not to be Gabby Bernstein, but that the universe has your back. Like you fundamentally believe that like your being here and your existing on this world is for a meaning to help support you. Mm-hmm. And if you can't get there, then we got to do a lot that I would suggest going to a therapist and like doing some work and figuring out like what you think the world is and why and kind of getting philosophical about it. But you really do have to like believe in the goodness of the universe and really believe that the universe is here to support you. Because unless you can deeply believe that and then trust that in part of this process, you're going to have, it's like, that's like the kind of energetics piece. Like you feel that resistance enough to, it's not going to help you kind of like break through in that same way. Mm -hmm. Was Was that, was that basic enough? That was basic. That was clear. Also, this comes out next week. So I can promo this. Uh, Saturday. Wait, shit. Is it Friday or Saturday? Okay, I'll find out. But Friday or Saturday, June 24 or 25th. So by the time this comes out in like two weeks ish, mm-hmm. I will be giving a little talk about manifestation and hosting a journaling session with our good friend of the pod, Sophia Kelly. Yay. Gabby will be there. Sophia will be there. I'll be there. We're literally going to like <gasps> unhash this entire episode and then like do jur- like journal all together and talk about it. Oh my God. I think my sister's going to be in town that week. <gasps> oh my God. Isa can come. Wait, so you'll be in LA. I don't have to drive to you. <laughs> I'll be. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. We forgot. Yeah. I'll be in LA, baby. <laughs> Gorgeous. But so if anyone wants to come to that, I will link tickets for that below. It's going to be at the beautiful Fig and Oak, which Gabby and I, it's a vintage showroom that Gabby and I both have pieces from in our home. That's like our favorite. Mm pieces oh ever God, how fun isn't that gonna be so fun? i didn't realize it was gonna be so soon oh i know i know i don't think i even told you that but yeah you're on the list by the way <laughs> she's like and you're coming fyi and by the way i already signed you up you're coming and you're on the deck so <laughs> forgot to tell you <laughs> what picture did you use that's my only question i didn't even pick it someone else did but it was cute i think i think it was just who's her. someone else i can send it to you samantha from fig and oak oh yeah love her Anyway, if this was interesting to you and you're in the LA area and want to like unhash it more, put some of this shit into practice and talk about it with us in person, come through. Let's just like fucking manifest and hold hands. Yeah, exactly. Grow up and manifest. Isn't that our new phrase? Grow up and fucking manifest, bitch. It feels like no one wants to manifest these days. (laughs) Get your ass up and manifest. (laughs) My best advice for a woman in business. (laughs) Oh my God. That can that be our new intro? Sure. You know how Chris Clemens does get your ass up and join my Patreon. It's like get your ass up and manifest. It's just our like our no Patreon. One, yeah. I feel like no one wants to manifest these days. Get God, your fucking, fucking ass fucking up fun. and manifest. Let us know if this was helpful. And if you want us to like debunk or unpack other fun activities. Hopefully me squeezing a stress ball the entire time was not distracting. It made me really want mine. I miss my old ones. I, I used to have this. one for my old jobs. I got this from the Mayfair thing. Oh, I totally forgot to take one. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
that was gorgeous. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Thoughts Mayberry podcast every Monday. <laughs>